You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Legends of the Fall. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your hosts. I am Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am doing good. Now that I hear theaters are opening back up in July, Corona Theater. That's right. <laughs> Come watch a movie and get you infection. The the Come hang out with this little spiky fella. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> Free with every popcorn. You'll come for the movies. You'll stay for the breathalyzing. It will be the movie of your life. <laughs> wow. Uh, we have a lot of things to be scared about in the theaters these days. Hey, man, true, true. It was horrible. <laughs> I got the COVID watching this film. I want my money back. <laughs> fucking Tom Hanks is the worst actor ever. Oh, man. Oh. Now, Tom Hanks is going to play the COVID eventually. Yeah, you know, people are going to see that shit, right? He's going to play the COVID. Oh, my gosh. In, uh, anyways. All right, we also have with us Mr. Waheed Al-Khalazmi. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, hey, and we have with us as well Mr. Mike Griggs. What's up, what's up? Griggs. <laughs> Damn you, man. All right, mm-hmm. here we are, <laughs> talking Legends of the Fall. Before before we talk, I want to yes. give a shout-out to our host, um, uh, Brian? Jared. Oh, um, hey. Saying happy birthday, baby. Oh, thank you. You are sexier than ever. You make the best <laughs> fucking meat ever. Oh, yeah. Um, Wait, hold on. <laughs> he, he is talking about this the world will be, uh, will be happy and lucky to have you. You oh, some thank amazing you. fucking food, and happy birthday, man. Happy thank you, for baby. you, man. Proud I appreciate it. Yeah. Sorry you had to do that on your own, bro. It's all good, man. You know, I'm just getting closer to 40. It's okay. It's, uh, it's a privilege to have this, this moment of celebration with you. Yes. If we, even if we can't do it in person. <laughs> I'm just glad to see all your smiling faces. Aw. H- hit up Jared at the Movie Crew Podcast with an extra E. <laughs> 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 Expendable E. <laughs> and uh, tell him happy birthday. And tell me you love me. 
It'll be a week late, but you know, it's all <laughs> it still matters. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, what? Well, yeah, I guess by the time the episode gets up, it would be a week late. And I was like, no, it's gonna only be a day late. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, I'm a producer. I know what shit look, comes look, Oh, no, look at that. No, 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 no. Well, he knows time. Don't ask him. But like, then I bitch no. about not having a reminder of when it's, it's like, going to be released. So I can he's like, he's like it. why the fuck isn't this done yet? And you were like, well, you understand that this is going to take three days. Yeah, I know. I know. But why isn't it done? Get it, get it fucking done. <laughs> I have issues, bro. I have issues. Bro. That's why he gets shit done. Ah, yeah. and that's why I keep yeah. records. <laughs> no, yes, no, 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 yes, right. you do. Yes, you do. That's, that's what you're going to do to me on our film. By the way, our yeah. film got announced. Uh, so yes, we're congratulations. Movie. Thank you. Well, it's our film. We're, you know, you guys are going to be on Hey, it. man. You're the one that made it happen, and, so thank you. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun, man. I, I can't wait to do this. It's going to be great. It's pretty exciting. I can't wait to come back in a year and review it on, like this. Where we really <laughs> it I am not going to be there for that one. You guys going to review it on your own. How did you told Brian? I'm not um, – actually, there is a freeze uh, – we're not even going to talk no, about this. No, don't even this. bring it up. I don't bring it. Save it, baby. Save it. Don't, don't you even worry about that. I'm oh, not going to be there for that podcast. Oh. <laughs> and what the director really should have done right here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was on set four feet away from him and didn't tell him shit. I just wanted to save it for the podcast. Oh, so I this is going to be – I'm, like, right I'm like, it's, it's like, it's like day 13, and I'm like, this is going to be great on the podcast. <laughs> Jared's over there like, are you texting somebody? No, I'm taking no, notes. No, 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 I'm taking notes. Yeah, <laughs> taking yeah, photos. Yeah, yeah, never mind, man. It's all for the behind the scenes. I'm helping you out, bro. And I'm like going to be so dumb and naive. I'm like, yeah, I love you, bro. Thanks for helping me out. And he's like, this motherfucker's like documenting everything. He's like, oh, blah, blah. All right, that so- day, actually. So if you open up the PDF that was sent out with the podcast, if you turn to page 74 and go down to <laughs> subsection 3.4, uh, Wahid said, uh, we will fix it in post. Now, let me talk about that. Uh, so, po- <laughs> Man, this almost sounds like a Senate hearing. <laughs> he, he's thought about it a lot. He's thought about it a lot. Oh, and then Brian's like, oh, did we have to fix it in post? <laughs> Oh. Anyways, no, it's gonna ah, be amazing. It's gonna thanks, be amazing. Bro. I appreciate it, man. Legends of the Fall. What's up, guys? This is Holy awesome. shit! Thanks for what? doing this. I pushed for this one. Is this your movie? I yeah, pushed for it pick. so hard. Oh, dude, it's, I'm gonna it's tell worth you. Pushing for, for sure. I uh, I had never seen this movie, and I was not. I I was I was like I had I had no idea what to expect. Wait, you had uh, never seen this movie before? I'd never seen this movie before, yeah. and this yeah. movie is fucking. Gorgeous, yeah, man. And this movie made me yeah, cry man. three times. What an Oscar for cinematography! <laughs> Dude, how, how proud did it make you Dude. to be lucky enough to have been born in this beautiful country? Dude, look at man. that landscape. Yeah, it's man. amazing. Dude, no other fucking country on you know that's the planet Canada, right? has gorgeous shit like that. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's totally it's Canada. It's a continent. It's, it's a totally, continent, it's totally not the United it's States. It's a continent. Same shit. It was Same supposed shit. to be Montana, but they actually saved like $2 billion by shooting uh, it by in uh, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah, yeah wow. that's, shit. that's why they shoot in Canada. It looks like America, man. It's fucking great. <laughs> it's it is America. North America. It's North it's, America. You know. It's America. There's Canada, North America, America's hat. More like America. I mean, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh, man. Oh, but, uh, you know, and they have legalized weed there, so they're doing better than <laughs> us anyways. <laughs> you know, it's the baby steps. Universal health care. Someday we'll get there. Lots of French bread and French cheese and all this amazing Dude, they stuff. were even more work than us than we were in the 1913 because the colonel was like, fuck you, do not call him an Indian. This guy's civilized. He's my buddy. And I'm going to leave the fucking army. That's how the whole fucking film starts. It starts with this one strong-ass man 
that says, I don't understand and I don't agree with what the fuck we're doing to other human beings as mm-hmm. a country where we're supposed to be free and we're fucking, like, he's on the, you know, like, the, the trail of tears, basically. That's how it kind of starts. That's what I kind of got from it, right? He's I, I guess that's what that like, was supposed to be. Yeah. And he just couldn't take it. And he's like, fuck this place. And, yeah. you know, yeah. I love that. But that's America. You can say that and not get killed. Bro. Right. See? What? I don't know. You can, you can. A lot Dude, of you got killed in China. In this movie. Your ass is fucking killed. I don't give a fuck. Mm. Well, okay, that's true. All right, point oh, yeah. noted. Yeah. Just, for, yeah. just for stepping out, but in this movie, it just shows you that you can just pretty much kill anybody, and uh, you bury him in the backyard. And yeah, move along. Because he has so much land. <laughs> move along. <laughs> well, yeah. When you when you have your own level of secession. Well, no, not really. Like everybody that they killed, they, there were huge consequences for it. Like Tristan had to leave yeah. home. Uh, even that one time he, he beat that cop in the face, like he still had to go yeah. do those, what, 30 days in jail, 30 days, or is it yeah. 60, 30. 30. So I, yeah, I mean like everybody, like even justified actions, there's still heavy consequences to pay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's one thing I always liked about this movie. Well, that's, I mean, that's pretty classic Edward Zick is Um, I mean like between glory and, uh, I just watched, uh, um, was the Tom Cruise one? Last um, Samurai. I'll rewatch yeah, that too. Man. Oh man, I watched that like so three days good. ago because I was just like, I just God, need damn, like that a film great keeps epic. Coming back up. Man, it's so fucking good. We talked about it two podcasts ago. We're like fucking Last Samurai. Yeah, talk about yeah. It every and podcast. I scrolled past it and I was like, I just I haven't seen it in like a decade. I need to just fucking watch it again. So that that felt like a good a good lead up to to this man. Yeah, he's so fucking good, dude. I watched that in so, Glory before. Wait, is this first viewing for you too, Mike? No, I had seen it like probably twenty years ago. Like I have, I have vague, vague, vague memories. Like maybe saw it on TV or some shit like that. Damn. Um, and it was it was one of my mom's favorite movies when I was a kid too. Well, yeah, uh, so it like had a super hot guy, <laughs> dude. And it's, a girl it's like that reading slept a with three brothers. Oh, yeah, dude, I mean, yeah, yes. this movie if, made if, Brad Pitt. If this had yeah. like a third, maybe like a tenth of the budget, it would star Fabio. I mean, like as far oh, as yeah. <laughs> <laughs> long hair, everyone had long hair. The asylum everyone. made version. Oh. I mean, uh, legendary oh, of the falls. I'm just saying, Dude. Fabio. I'm just the, saying, the actual legend of the falls was referring to the locks that were falling on his Ooh. shoulders. Those were the legends of the fall of his hair. They were very legendary. <laughs> No, Roger Ebert made that. a really great comment at the end of his review. Uh, what, what was something along the lines? I'm going to butcher his comment, but he said, "That's okay, what, do it." What's What's more unbelievable that these three brothers end up on the same battlefield, or that the British allowed him to keep his flowing blonde locks? <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't make him cut his hair. Like, okay, sure. yeah, sure. Wait. Wait, what about he, a woman? He had to put that, it in a, a ponytail. Uh, gets married you know? to three fucking brothers and sleeps with. She them. only married one of them, actually. That guy's true. No. She was engaged to one, married to one, you're right, and fucked another, but then she yeah. fucked two of them out of the three and stole someone's heart. I'm just saying. Oh, I definitely, I definitely recommend fucking. That chick has issues. And she lived under the dad's roof and, like, used his money to yeah. eat and, and do shit. She's, so basically she dude, was, like, she's all she over there. She camped out there for a the, the long dad, ass time. The dad, like, made her he stay. Offered. Yeah, he was like, yeah. no, you got to stay this yeah. in your house. She well, stayed, I need a woman here. You stayed for the she, summer. You no, like, she could have left anytime she wanted to. The only reason she stayed was for no, fucking Brad Pitt. No, they explained it. Oh, they yeah. explained it because those motherfuckers were writing the script and they were, they were going – People are going to say, why the fuck did she not leave? And they explain it. They're <laughs> exactly. like, well, a big winter yep. came, and the colonel said, stay by spring. And by that yeah, point, that gave... she had developed enough emotions to the land and him and the other brother and all that stuff. And, you know, Samuel's grave is there. And they showed you all that in a quick montage. Great oh, yeah. filmmaking. 
Love it. Excellent. All of all of that made made There's sense, but it was some hokey shit in there. But I love the rest of the film. Oh, man. It wasn't hokey until the end. the the last The last this the third act is when it started getting hokey. But everything for the first like sixty minutes of the movie, dude. It's 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 extremely strong. Yeah. So fucking good. Strong epic filmmaking at 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 the top of its class for sure. It's like a river runs through it. Strong, like yeah. I I, I I'll agree with everything, <laughs> but like Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh, Brad well, Pitt. Okay. What? Brad Pitt's the what? weak. He's the what? weak link in this what? movie, man. You're just jealous. You're just Brian. jealous. He's the Brian. best thing in this film. Brian, you're gonna tell me that that sequence after he fucks her, like, and then he comes back, and then you tell me that next sequence is bad when he fought with his brother. Come when he's like drinking tea. You, you, you can use it once. You can only use it once. I'm not bro. saying every scene <laughs> is bad. Okay. But that scene when he's uh, at his, at the his brother's gravesite, right? And Julia Armand goes over to Brad Pitt, and they have yeah. this moment. And he starts crying. He yeah, starts crying bro. In that scene. Yeah, there are no tears in his men eyes. Men don't cry, bro. There, no, men don't cry, bro. He, Nobody. He, tri- <laughs> he cried all the tears on the battlefield, bro. Yeah, he gripped his brother's Dude, heart out. He he's, he did he's all the hiding his face. He's hiding his face in that scene. That's what he's doing because he can't That's cry. Because he can't. That's what I do act. when I cry. I hide my face whether I cry or That's don't not cry. what he did in the Samuel oh. scene. I didn't, I didn't, I'm just I didn't saying it, it, like it was. That. I thought it was super like weak acting. Hey, bro, you there. can't fucking win all of them. All right, but he cried during the Samuel scene. All right, that's one yeah, for the he, film. He, it's done. He, he did that. his part, bitch. He had at least four separate scenes where tears were streaming down his face. No. No, look, man, every single one of those, we all work in this business. When you can't get an actor to cry, what do you do? You put teardrops in their fucking eyes and you yeah. back away, right? And then you roll. And that's and what happens. And then you get that emotional scene. And that's exactly what they were doing. And it showed. Or if you're Jared, you just slap him, slap him in the face and they start crying. So <laughs> no, you're supposed good. to go sit down. I just like... didn't. I, I don't know, man. I just had a problem with it. And especially with, like, Julia Oman. Like, dude, I just thought she was dude. just fucking killing it. And Anthony oh, Hopkins God, is fucking so killing it. And oh even A.D. Quinn, so who doesn't even have the best yeah. part in the movie, he doesn't have that good of a role. He fucking. I, he, like I hate they him and it. I like him oh, man. at the same time. Yeah. Dude, dude, when he, show, when he shows up, when he shows up he's with okay. this with this with his dead wife at the end, that look that he I mean like he's he he may be acting more in this movie than I've ever seen him act. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, this guy, this, that guy deserved a fucking uh, uh, supporting actor Oscar mm-hmm. not for that. Dude, he, he he was nailing it. Everybody in this movie was like on top of their game. Dude, even like. even Samuel, who played Samuel, he was awesome. He that's Elliot from fucking ET, bro. Yeah. Shut up. Rich. What? Yeah, yeah, dude. Elliot. <laughs> Henry Thomas. Wow, I did not that, connect that's that at him all. all grown up. Dude, he oh, was man. great. He was great. That fucking Yeah, he man. was. Yeah, he was. Had some range. Why is that motherfucker not a star? He was fucking fantastic. He works with hey, that Mike Flanagan a lot. He, yeah, it's on that. Uh, it doesn't okay. matter, bro. I don't know his name. He's on that <laughs> very popular like series, uh, The Haunting. I'm, I'm saying when I have to explain that. Who is he on the he, he was in Doctor Sleep. Maybe you just don't see no. the movies he's in. <laughs> no, bro. I his just, name's Henry, I'm, Henry Thomas. I'm just saying he's not yeah. Brad Pitt. I'm, oh that's yeah. Well, no, yeah, yeah. he's not an A-list movie star. Who's Brad Pitt though? Like four people. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why the like fuck four is people. this? Why the George fuck Clooney, is that Brad guy Pitt, not an A-star? Like, that's all I'm they're saying. They're fucking that aliens, awesome. man. They're they're a whole nother level. Like, no, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> come on, man. You can add like Morgan Freeman. You can, come on, man. But Forrest like Whitaker is in no way, shape, and form anywhere he's near. No, nowhere near Brad, Brad Pitt's Pitt. level, bro. Or Morgan. You gotta, you gotta say, you gotta say Tom Cruise. I know his name level. That's what I'm trying to say. 
It's like so Michael Madsen. People's names. Michael Madsen. All right. <laughs> Half of all of you guys listening to podcasts is like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is, but then I can explain it to you, and you're like, Why the fuck is that guy not a star where everyone knows his name? If you listen like to Joe podcast, Schmo you know at Seven Eleven, knows his name. Do you get what I'm saying? He's a brilliant actor. He should have fucking had four Oscars. That guy's True. been brilliant in everything he's done. I love and everything he's done. I think it's Michael Madsen is Michael Madsen in everything he's done. Fuck yes. He's authentic. Yeah. He can't say shit about that. He's fucking Even in great. his scrappy cool. little videos he's releasing recently. Yo, yeah, he's just he fucking like, cool, man. Oh, it's that guy from that film. Like, no, man. That guy should know. People should know his name. That's what I'm trying to get to. People oh. should know that cat. See, name. see, no, but that, that that's if you say that, but there's somebody who's better than him is Gary Oldman. Motherfuckers don't. Oh, know absolutely. Who is. And they're like, wait, who's this guy? Like, yeah. the guy he, that's he, been in literally everything. There you go. everything. Much better yeah. example. Thank you so much. <laughs> So yeah, he's which been is kinda... in everything that's big and small, and indie yeah. and major studio. Totally, and people still don't know who the fuck Gary Oldman is. I think like, more what? people know who he is now because he, he's won an Oscar now. Yeah, but like at, at at one time, man, like he had done so many. I think it's mostly because he he disappears into roles. He like takes on completely yeah. like uh, image changes. He's all about that. So he he's the Doug Jones of character actors. Wait, Doug Jones, the Del Toro. Makeup fish Special guy. Effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> Why not? That's a deep cut. Sorry. Meanwhile, <laughs> hey, hey, I IMDb hey. Doug Jones. Oh man, Doug Jones will blow your mind if you IMDb him. Doug. Jo- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Abe Sapiens. He's yeah, every totally. single thin but that's uh, animated saying. person. Why don't all <laughs> of us know those names? Do you get what I'm saying? It's oh, sad. Totally. We yeah, should know yeah, those names, sad. bro. These guys contributed so much to cinema. These motherfuckers made us want to get into film. We should know oh. all these motherfuckers. Totally. It's sad, man. That's all I'm saying. It's sad. And, what and happened? I don't know. What happened to that kid? He was well, great yeah. as Samuel. Why did well, well, he was great well, also, as Samuel? Why did he not become like fucking a major superstar after this film? His role was great. He was believable. Because he looks like a little boy as an adult. That's why. Same thing with Haley Joel Osment. He's supposed to be that. He's supposed to be a little boy. But we know Haley Joel Osment. I know, man. You can do that role. But then, like, when you age out of that and you still look like a little boy when you're in your 30s and 40s, like, you're only going to get certain kind of roles. It's hard to right. separate. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to yeah, get the big bad really badass. You're not going to get the villain. This role was great for him. This great. This role was great for him. He was one of the brothers. You loved him. He was a little innocent, but a little mischievous. Yeah. Um, he had. He 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 wanted to be. He wanted to show his patriotic duty to a land he's never even set fucking foot on, and he did all of that because he wants to prove to his dad that he is much of a man as he is, and prove to his brothers. That all their love and everything that they taught him when he was a kid uh, uh, made him a man and made him an honorable man. And he goes and risks his life. And this kid delivered that performance and you believed it. And no one remembers his fucking name, man. Or at least I didn't remember his name. It sucks. It sucks. That kid fucking kicked his ass. Uh, sorry, uh, killed himself to kick some ass on screen. Right. He was awesome. See, I loved him. We know this guy because E.T. is a special place in our heart. And apparently oh, you're a soulless. Yeah. Oh, and well, you're no, not. I grew up in a different country. I grew up in a different country. It's a little bit. Well, it's also the same thing. E.T. is worldwide, the, with bro. With the bro, we didn't have that Julia. shit. We didn't have cinemas in Jordan until the '90s, bitch. Shut the fuck up. You had E.T. in the '90s. Then <laughs> they shipped that over. They're like, "Have you seen the biggest movie ever fucking made <laughs> from 15 years ago?" <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was still the biggest movie until Titanic <laughs> came out. So yeah. <laughs> But it's also uh, the same issue with with the lady Julia Ormond, or, or how do you say her name? Like she, Ormond. she's 
She's like super excellent. I, there, there's a movie with her. Uh, it's um, it's called First Night. Oh yes, dude. With Richard Gere. Yeah. That, with Richard yeah. Gere. I, I saw so, that movie so many she times. She's so when I was good young. in that. Oh she's my god, so good in that. Well, and then also, she's also, she's kind, of, she's kind of the same character in that though. She really like, is. You're yes, exactly right. I was thinking about right. that a lot today. Like, like, cause it's it's like she's she's that that fought over person that has so much like passion and strength that Man. like you're yeah. worth being fought over. But at the same time, like your own your your own fucking person. You're not just like this this thing that we kind of hold up for the guys to like do something about. But she's like a very well developed character. But she's still she's the same character in both of those movies. Well, there's something she does in First Night, like is when the end when 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 King Richard's dying and she's crying. She's like real snotty. She goes, yeah, and then she kisses him multiple times after yeah. snotting down some like pretty nice uh, some pretty nice <laughs> loogies. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 some hardcore acting. But like anyway, so she did that, and then she did uh, Sabrina, and then which is great with Harrison Ford. And oh, man. Just completely oh, so yeah. Great Kinnear. Really. Yeah. In, in, in the larger so stuff, classic. it seems like she did a lot of TV, which is really weird. So it's kind of like well, what he was saying. You've got these people who are delivering these really huge performances, and they just kind of go away. Except Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins. You know? Oh, they just keep. They just well, keep Anthony Hopkins up. already. Oh, yeah. He was already established. Yeah. He was an Oscar winner. Anthony by this Hopkins. Point. He. Yeah. yeah. He was. He was oh, the the he, gravitas he for the film. He well, was. Hey. He was the one that were like, okay, we got this guy, so everybody else can kind of. They'll work out because we have Anthony Hopkins. But Julia Oman, man, her face is just like it's so sad, so beautiful. It's just oh, yeah. she is right, God. and it's like, Dude, she's got a nice close beauty. Yeah. Her close-ups are my favorite shots so, in the so, movie. Fuck yes. So, so let me ask you a question, uh, Jared. Specifically, what's up, dog? Since this is your first viewing, and with her character, and when you saw every brother in there trying to get her, and then she went along with it, what did you think? The whole thing is, every time I see something like this, I, I have this like thought, like, okay, so this is the only like hot chick in the area. Damn straight, <laughs> out in the you wilderness, I mean? right? Like, All their and she wasn't from the area. Full yeah. of men. And she's she she's had to come there, so. from like three thousand miles away in order to be in that area. So she's a whole nother level. I think a lot of relationships in this time are are a, are a bit of like circumstance. It's kind of like yeah. when 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 the uh, the third brother's like. Um, do you think you can learn to love me? Like, yeah. like basically, can, can, we, can we just fucking deal with this? Yeah, until... he's like, there's a billion people. Can you, like, just put up with me? Because there's not yeah. enough girls around. That's what right, I'm saying. Yeah. When now it people really are like, feels swipe like right, swipe yeah. left. Yeah. Back then, people yeah. were like, oh, my brother died? I guess I'll fuck you. Or, hey, my brother is married <laughs> to you? I guess I'll fuck you. Now they're like, oh, no, I got right. options. Swipe right, swipe left, swipe right. But also, man, but look look at her compared to anyone else in the movie. She's just fucking stunning. So, I mean, like, you know, you're just like, you know, of course what? they're all, no. gonna, they're all gonna... the Native American girl was hot as fuck. Oh, well. she too. was super fine, Come dude. on, Isabel, yeah. I love her. she was awesome. Yeah, man. I love her her whole like her about, line bro? like what know, twenty man. minutes in when, when she's like they're first introducing her character, but who are you? And she's like, Oh, I'm Isabel too. I'm gonna marry Tristan <laughs> someday. And oh, you're like, she got yeah. it. Okay. She yeah, had a goal. It's a little creepy. And she, she had it's a, a little goal creepy, and she got to that goal. It is dude, way creepy. It's a little creepy. <laughs> hey, Especially the, the scene dream, where he bro. hugs her as a kid <laughs> yeah. and he lifts yeah. her up and her legs are around him. And then, like seven years later, they get married. Oh That's man! A wow. Creepy fucking. Yeah. Okay. Scene. Yeah. The only reason that that even kind of worked for me is because I know that that actress is like twenty nine in that, even though Brad Pitt's like thirty two. Like, there's they're they're at least close enough in age that it's like okay, but still the character's supposed to be like I'm guessing like twenty three, twenty five, and then later they're like, no, she's twenty. Like, okay, yeah, no, that's creepy again. Yep. yep. 
That's creepy again. Yep. So seven years took place. Yeah. I, and Brad Pitt never ages. Yeah. Yeah, no, none of those doesn't. people age. Dude, Brad is, Pitt hasn't aged now. It's That's true. He still looks the same from 1994. <laughs> no, he's man. got old man cheekbones. and. Yeah, he, 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 he looks like hey, he's, like, you know, hey, 50. That he finally aged about five years ago. Like this, or grows it like he did in, like, Interview with the Vampire, he'll still Man. look the same. Shut the fuck up. Interview with the Vampire was, like, right after this, wasn't it? Was that right? No, it was before. before. Before this. Yeah, okay. I was actually reading a, an interview that he gave to, uh, what was it, Rolling Stones? I think it was Rolling Stones uh, for this yeah. movie. And uh, the interviewer actually asked him, like, oh, how was it working with Tom Cruise on, you know, Interview with the Vampire? I heard you guys had some trouble. Yeah. Uh, you know, River Phoenix dying and all this stuff. Brad Pitt was just like, yep, all right, so I'm going to order some beer. Let's not ask that question again. Uh, I was like, whoa, <laughs> what happened what? on that set that I missed? <laughs> wow. You can see it on the but nobody, oh, I couldn't find down. anything that anybody said, you know, anything negative yeah, on that set. Because, because well, that's, that's fucking Tom Cruise. Shit, yeah, man. right? Yeah, those people can that, control shit. But, dude, Tom Cruise locks Brad Pitt shit up. and Tom Cruise... That's a dynamic duo. They did one film, badass film. Trust me, if there was no bad blood, they would have done a lot more films because those guys made a lot of money together. Yeah. And you think that that's a good pairing. Great on camera together. Great yeah. on camera. Dude, action, but fucking Tango and Cash. Take that shit. Take it away from fucking. Remake Tango and Cash. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Give me Take it away from <laughs> like. Yeah, exactly. But do it now. There you go. Do it with them. You know what I'm saying? But We're going to go happen. on cruise control and hit a pit. They were stuck Stop together. It. Back then, they were shooting films for like four or five months. Not nowadays. We're like, we're shooting yeah. shit in 21 days. Dude, you're stuck together for 18 hours a day. Dude, you're going to dislike some people. That's all I'm saying back then. And I think your quality suffers too. Oh, yeah. Like, big time. Uh, speaking of like quality suffering and time and things like that, uh, in Canada, apparently their, their magic hour... Uh, where they were shooting at the time of year, it lasted two fucking hours. No Holy way. Shit. So how long is magic hour normally? Yeah. It's not an hour. It's, 20. it's like 40, 20, 20 minutes, yeah. something like that. 20 minutes in the winter, 45 summer. There you go. So that is like huge. Then they were talking about like how that was, that's how they were able to get so many sunset and sunrise shots. There's so much beautiful cinematography in this, man. It, it was, it felt like every five minutes I was just like. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, let me just pause that and just sit here and gaze on this gorgeous vistas of Americana. Man, it was so good. It won the Oscar uh, over Shawshank, which is yep. also shot amazingly. Yeah. yeah. So, holy shit, man. Well, this Shawshank was the, Deacon. One, this is one of the yeah. only deservingly yeah. deserved wins that got to that. This is the only one I agree for uh, Roger Deacon's not winning. Okay, can I throw something out yeah. here, guys? I just want you guys to think about it. Right after I say it, and and not, not just kill me right away. But yeah, is it maybe out. because is is this kind of unfair to give John Toll the Oscar because he's working with so much daylight? And man, I was looking at some of the behind the scenes stills. They don't even have lights out there. They're just flags and bounce boards. No, hey, no, right? that's yeah. lighting, bro. Control and, is oh, lighting. Hold up, yeah. but is yeah. that is that is that the same skill level, right? Right, going out and it's shooting a, a vista, right? Composition. Yeah, that's true. Timing. That is true. Versus though, a set and making something that's completely artificial look like it's lived in and it's real and it's really there, and the lighting that's inside. So t- taming the wild or 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 complete fabrication. Taming the wild. Always I, wins an Taming Oscar. the wild. Yeah, I, I think it's, I'm it's saying totally which one ca- which one causes for more skill. Like when we're this talking one, about because it was harder to shoot. It was all yeah. outside. Because you're dealing with, with with you're dealing with a light source yeah. you can't control. You can control the other ones. You can't the other one's complete set work. Yeah. 
Well, guys, I, I, I think a lot of the lighting outside is kind of inconsistent here. I mean, what? you could tell when the sun moves in a couple of shots. Yeah. I, especially well, that... being able to tell that the sun moves doesn't necessarily take away from the emotions of the scenes, though. I'm not yeah. saying it does. And, and cinematography is so much more than just like, oh, does does the sun move in this shot to this shot? It's no, it's I'm, about tone, I'm it's just about talking about technicalities and yeah. lighting and yes, framing and what cinematography is. I'm not talking about what that conveys or anything like that. Yeah. I'm bringing it up just because a lot of people bring up like, you know, movies like Avatar or Life of Pi. They win the Oscar and it's very digital based, right? And they say, well, that's because it's easy. But it's not easy. There's still a lot of hard work in that, right? No. So, no doubt. It's, yeah. so it's when you harder in some of those cases. This this is one of the things that I appreciate about about like Deacons talking about am, animation and and being like the the consultant on animated movies like uh how to train your dragon for example like the cinematography and how to train your dragon that whole series it's just gorgeous but it's it's and and also um um wow i'm totally blanking out of their film pixar movies most for the Wally? most part wally that was also like that um no First time the, I ever noticed uh, the, focus the superhero the family pool. the second one oh. thank you incredibles too yeah, Incredibles too. Like the entire movie, it felt like it was just at sunset for like the whole fucking movie. No, no doubt. Yeah, um, uh, because they can control it, so they do control it, so they create this. But but that's what we do as cinematographers, right? Like we're 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 trying to to set up these scenes in such a way that we're we're creating this emotive feeling from the light, and more often than not, it's more interesting and more emotive around golden hour. And so the the difference between building a set and trying to to create those lived-in realistic feelings versus being out on location in the middle of nowhere where you you have, you know, two hours to shoot every day and you have to hope for the best that you don't get cloud cover or you do get cloud cover if you're shooting 1917 and you want cloud cover the whole time. You know, like those kinds of things, that's all part of the cinematography and, and knowing what time of year do we shoot this scene, what time, what, you know, do we angle it? in easterly or westerly or northern or you know like yeah, all of those things no, there's, it's there's, all there's part of it there's definitely a skill set but I'll tell you what a cinematographer that you hire based on the merit that they know how to shoot golden hour really well is not a cinematographer worth hiring because <laughs> they just know how to fucking shoot That's for those fair. two hours yeah well, it's also yeah. interesting that, that, that this one uh, best cinematography uh, because remember that porch scene that we brought up earlier uh, they break the line in that scene. Yeah, they do. Right they do. The when they go out and they yeah. hug their dad. That's the only yeah. thing that really bothers yeah. me. This yeah. thing is like, the whole point for me, man. Yeah. Somebody They're explain what the the, uh, the 180 line is. I'll let Jared do it. It's his birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, if if it, it, it has to do with eye lines and and basically it, it's it's a kind of a subconscious way to for the audience to know where. Uh, people are in the frame. So if you're on the left side of the frame in one shot, then you need to continue to be in the left side of the frame in the other shot. I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's it's about the down. geography of the scene based on where God the camera damn. is as a perspective. Exactly. Yo, so when people are, are looking across, no, when people are See, looking across like, from each other, how do we not be technical? How do we not Yo, be technical? Stop. <laughs> it's easy. Take a table. You're sitting okay. across from a table from a person. What lies between you guys is a line, and that line, right. we call that the 180. So when you're filming, you can't go from your shot to that person's shot and cross that line. So the line goes in between jacket. them, like yeah. right? So th th you have the left side and the right side. So you can put the camera either on the left side, but once it's on the left side, it has to stay it on the left on side. That. Exactly. Except for the only way you can break the line is with if camera movement. You're Quentin Tarantino. Uh, it, no, it. The only, the only way to break the want. line is uh -uh. camera movement. Uh, character movement or an insert shot. 
those three or you quit Tarantino and you just do it and it looks really good because so you're a if, fucking if badass you, filmmaker or you're Alfred if you Hitchcock cut, if you cut to the or Alfred Hitchcock if you cut to the clock and cut back, then then you can change it. If you if you move the camera, you can change it. Or if someone moves, you can change it. A fairly great example of this is the end of Brokeback Mountain, when uh, <laughs> when 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 the uh, dude realizes that their relationship's over, they actually dolly right to left and then go to the other side to show that a change in something. So the you know the camera moves. So then they switch the line there. Yeah, guys, we're not just eating caviar and like <laughs> signing big contracts. <laughs> And flying on jets and having sweet honeys around us. We're doing math and we're working with like engineers <laughs> and we're working with optics and we're working 18 hours. And we have plumbers and carpenters and sheet rockers and seamstresses on set. Okay, Dude, the last stop part may be true. Stop bro. You know, I don't stop know about calling that. Stop <laughs> We're blue collar workers too, okay? We just happen to make a lot more money. That's all. Wow. <laughs> I wish I made as much money as a fucking plumber. God damn. <laughs> Me too, man. Dude, I know some plumbers that bring some money for that's the hours. That's true. That's true. Oh None of us God. are working during COVID. So, you know, there you oh. go. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to take a break. We're oh, gonna... We didn't even get to talk about the fucking film at all. Oh, hey, we got, no, that's what we... that next half hour's for. We got into it, baby. Come on. <laughs> all right. We're going to play the trailer for Legends of the Fall. We'll be back. Some people hear their own inner voices with great clearness, and they live by what they hear. Such people become crazy, or they become legend. This is my fiance, Susanna. Hello. It's Nona. <laughs> So this is Tristan. His spirit had the strength to hold his family together. To us all. But his destiny had the power to tear them apart. This is a turning point in the history of the world. Don't talk at me, boys, if I've never seen a war. Help me! Tristan! Samuel chose to be a soldier, and soldiers die! You know you can't make her happy. Gonna try. You will fail. You've been nothing but trouble since you came to this house. Gotta damn everybody around me as well as myself. I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you forever. Thomas and Julia Ormond. Legends of the Fall. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Legends of the Fall with some nice uh, use of the Last of the Mohican score. Was that what that was? Because I was thinking that score <laughs> was amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was track Holy number two, The Elk Hunt. Shit. Wow, what, a, what amazing use That's of classic. that fucking score. But that fucking, the, the, the cinematography... The, the, Dude, just the so fucking good, imagery man. in this movie is so clean. So good. Everything is so clean and beautiful. 
Bro, that was holy shit. And yes. Just, just like it reminded me, like, dude. Uh, God damn, this trailer is a good fucking trailer. And it's the movie dude voice from my childhood. Yeah, <laughs> man. In a world. I did notice, did anyone else notice, that uh, all the, the super close-ups of the, the gun cocking was from the uh, the sniper, like the... the scene, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was, it was flipped. Yeah. Because in that scene, like, he's he's on screen left. Like We were talking about... Uh, the 180 degree rule. He was on right. screen left, and and the car and the guy that was driving the car was on screen right, right, right. But in the trailer, they flipped it because all of the shots that they're that they're cutting back and forth on, they're coming from screen left. So it makes more sense for this for the the gun to be on screen right. So they they horizontally flipped it for the sake of the trailer, and it works really well. And if you hadn't just watched the movie today, hashtag yeah. me, <laughs> then you might not have noticed those. Exact details. I didn't I totally notice that. Nerd. <laughs> it went over Fucking my head. Nerd. I'll tell you what. This is one of those films. It's good editing. Good editing moments right there. I, I, this is one of those films where I definitely zoned out and did not pay attention to the technicals because I'm so enthralled with the story. It's Man. a fucking awesome As you should. story. As you should. Yeah, no, no, Absolutely. This is, totally this, this is Adventure May. This film is an adventure, man. We oh, follow the so adventure good. of the dad. We follow the misfortune of the dad with the wife leaving. All right. Mm-hmm. We, f- we follow the joy of the kids growing. We follow the misfortune of them going to war. But then we also follow the demise of every single fucking character. Man, everything about this between the dad leaving to build his own thing that makes you go, fuck yes, I love America. This is what America is about. To the kids going, there is a fucking world war going on, and we need to be involved because we're American, and fuck yes, I love fucking America. Do you know what I'm saying? To the kids going there, experiencing their own lives, one of them fucking dying, coming back. Every single part of it was an adventure, man. There were wilderness. There was – sorry, there was wilderness. There was war. There was a romance there story there bees. too. There was a oh, romance yeah. story, but the romance story is a little whorish, man. I'm sorry. She's like <laughs> – She's in her circle with the brothers, bro. That's weird. Dude, you and look, I never see it. Brad Pitt on just, We've been arguing just made about her knees weak, years. okay? Yeah, because he's Fuck a bad yeah, he boy. <laughs> she's like, look at that fucking hair fucking and those bit. eyes. And like, I, 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 damn. out of these three dudes, he's the hottest. <laughs> like, even when they meet for the first time, they have a, you know, they have a, a moment. Yeah. There's a nice moment. That's that's a good, like, let's cut away Everybody's to Brad Everybody's looking at her cut, at that moment. Like, cut to her. Like, what did you think about him, that, Cut back though. to her. That's not normal. Why did any of you guys, first reaction, honest to God, just don't hold back. Reaction right? when, you, when When she fucks Brad Pitt, you're like, God damn, she's making the run. That was my fucking reaction. <laughs> what the fuck was your reaction? Hey, hey man, she's she's the she's the town bicycle. Everybody gets a ride. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, no this man. was they. Okay, they went to very extreme measures to make sure that they emphasized the fact that not only was Samuel the youngest brother a virgin, but also his fiance was a virgin as well. Like that well, whole no, no, conversation no, 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 with no, the no, older no, brother. They went to an extent that he thought she was a virgin. Well, okay, that's fair. Which that's I don't fair. Think she well, we was. knew Samuel was definitely a virgin. Samuel oh, was yeah. definitely poor guy. That, guy <laughs> that whole died conversation. He's like, I'm gonna be with my him. wife, and Brad Pitt's just like, I recommend fucking. I'm like, yes, thank oh, no, you, no, 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 older no. brothers, for no, the win. His 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 amazing line. <laughs> I wrote it down. It. Um... <laughs> Dude, it was he, so he says, good, man. He says, you're going to be good at everything you do, and I'm sure it'll be the same with fucking. He just, he just like, throws <laughs> yeah. it out there. Yeah. Like, oh. No, and then he's, like, he's like, I'm going to be with her. Yeah. And he's, I, <laughs> Study I, on you're going to be with her? I recommend fucking. Like, yeah. 
Hayes verbatim said, I recommend fucking. I recommend yeah, fucking. Man. So wait, yeah. just because I she's your wife, you're not going to fuck her? Well, so, uh, when, so when you when that scene pops up later, you're like, oh, yeah, he's fucking her. Yeah. Like, hey, oh, yeah, bro, no, he, he turns her around, man, dude. Like, the there's guilt, a moment where they're both facing the same direction. They're definitely fucking. All the guilt yeah. I have about your death that is unreasonable for me to even feel that pain. Yeah, I recommend fucking. That's what I'm going to do when I get back. <laughs> and that's what he did. It was yep, weird, bro. Yep. It was weird. And then when he left, she was like, Alfred, I recommend fucking. But with money. <laughs> and then she like went and married him because he has all this money now. Well, and he's like know, a fucking senator and thing. shit. What the fuck? That's yeah. fucking weird, right? Who else is there? You know? I mean, yeah, you know, no, she, could, she couldn't wait forever. You know, yeah, we were talking about I that know, earlier. Dude, like, there was the, that Irish mob. There's not a lot going on there. Fucking handsome looking. Yeah, they but the money. money's already flowing from the other way. She's already living there. She's adapted. <laughs> she loves everybody. But now she needs. She needs her. She needs. She needs her. She's got needs, baby. And she's already in the family. And this dude's been pining she needs after. She security blanket. She feels That's bad. She feels bad because like he's been in love with her for fucking ever, and he's like, and she's like, damn it. All right, I'll I'll, I'll give it up. <laughs> Oh God! But no, but you fuck guys that. are hard no. on Julia hey, Oman. Hey, no, get, no, not Su- her. She was well, amazing. Okay, as an her Susanna character. I'm, yes, I'm, I know. I'm, I'm being hard on the writers and the fucking character. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, dude. But you know, here's the thing: it's not worth it because she ended up taking her life at the end of it. It's not. Cool. Well, no, yeah. that okay. That, that, that as, that's as, as tragic Brad Pitt, as man. that was. You can't have Brad Pitt. <laughs> Just fucking commit that was, suicide. That seemed Fuck crazy. It, it to was me. so much more than just Brad Pitt, though. Like it was, it was the kids, man. Like she had that whole fucking like conversation with him, where she's like, "I'm gonna right. name our daughter this. I'm gonna name our son this. Oh, like I'm, yes. I wish I was but, pregnant." Yeah, when they were and, when they were in that hot spring, and yeah, it but looked he was sexy all zoned as out fuck. And, shit. Oh, and then beautiful. she meets his fucking kid, and he fucking named his kid Samuel. Like. I like how could you not expect that to send your ex like yeah. into well, just a yeah. fucking he, he tailspin? Was such a like, dick. yeah. Here's the thing about Brad Pitt: he can play a dick character, and that was a dick of a character. Yeah, that was a dick move. But he's like, so gorgeous <laughs> that you don't fucking yeah, think about it for the story, until though. someone else brings it up. You don't. He's so pretty to look at. You're like, well, yeah. that's what. Okay, so that's what works for me I'll about object, about this this Brad dichotomy Pitt. between those two characters, right? Because they're both so beautiful and like. Brad Pitt, the whole movie, like, everyone's just like, he's wild, he's wild, he's wild. Like, they start the movie with this whole, like, super intense, you know, narration. He was he was so wild that his wildness was the legendary wildness. His father gave him to me in diapers. <laughs> yeah, explain yeah. that to me. How did the Indian dude, like, like get to train him? Where, where, how did he get into the they family? They skip all that, bro. Oh, uh, that wait, was, how, they, you're talking about one stat? How did yeah, one staff stand. get in the family? Like, what's, what, how, what's his story? How, he how was with he the colonel at the very yeah. beginning. The first shot that where the colonel walks away. Well, like he, was he going to like a life debt to him or something? Like, what, why is he like... Yes, know, because he saw just, the humanity of this they don't white address man it. that was nothing like all the other white men. And right. he understood because that white man wrote a book about why Native Americans right. needed to have their own fucking country. And so yeah. he said... Compared to everything I've seen and compared to the dwindling population of my people, this is a brother that came to me. You know, you don't have to say that verbatim that way. Do you know what I'm saying? I understood yeah, yeah, the yeah. relationship right away. There could have been a life dead or something like that. You know, like Jar Jar Binks. It doesn't matter whether it's a life death <laughs> or any of it is. Okay. Oh. 
Doesn't matter. God damn it. Wait, you wait. Make it the wait life to fuse my point, you little bitch. I was making From, a fucking yeah, I don't think valid, I don't... intense, human, logical, I love everybody point, you dick. Oh. They didn't, okay, so they, they never emphasized it. They never sorry. specified it. It was no, one of those parts of, to. yeah, it was one of those to. parts of, of, of his character where it was like, yeah, he's he's such a, a caring person that he left the army and he he did something that has established this this these two drastic men and drastic you know at odds but now they're best friends to the point right. where he's he's raising his sons with his best friend kind of thing like clearly well, there's he, he attaches yeah. himself to Tristan though and and yeah. the other two don't don't really have all the mysticism aspect and because he didn't he didn't he didn't, he didn't attach himself kid. to Tristan Tristan attached himself, to, attached himself him. to him he said Tristan came to me by the way of his father, which right. which you know says a little bit about his character, but also that that whole entire sequence was was about trying to establish the wildness of Tristan's character of like from the very beginning. Like, not only did I was I one of the first people to to witness this baby boy, but all of his early childhood moments I was there for. And like while the brothers were doing whatever, this kid wanted to. He was the bear with all the voices in his head or whatever, He was the right? protector. He made sure everybody was that's, – that, that's his job in the family is to make sure everybody's safe. Yeah. But then he's also oh, he the just, one – he fucks all that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they Which he wrestles like, with. Like, I, and I appreciate the dead. fact that he wrestles with that. Like that, that, that line at the end where he's t- he finally talks to his dad for seven years or whatever. And he's like, I, you know, cursed. after Samuel died, I cursed God. Did I, did I fuck everyone else up at the same time? Like that's a, that's a really interesting, like you're everything you've been going through with this, you know, <laughs> for the last two hours of this movie, you're, you're really wrestling with and you really feel. And I felt it in that moment with him you know oh, dude i almost cried at that moment oh i was 100 percent because weeping. i saw the guilt that he carried and how he how far into the world he went and it still didn't oh. cure it and then he like went on like opium kicks with like fucking gangbangs there was like a scene with him and yeah three girls in the, one bed, he wakes up and there's shit. just there's just bodies around him you can't even tell like how many there are there's just, like there's just skin everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> no responsibility i want to find myself and he still is fucked up about his brother thing. And, like, the part when he got married uh, – not got married, sorry. The part before he broke and ran away from from her is when he found that cow tangled up. Yeah, oh, man. Fucking goddamn wire, just like his brother oh, before the God. Germans, the Kaisers, fucking yep. lit him up. And, dude, I knew what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't take my eyes away. Dude, it's, and I it's was such so, a perfect moment. Dude, it like, sunk my fucking heart. And I can see where Brian was correct a little bit about Brad didn't really blink the A game, A game in this part. Those parts of the scenes, like that scene, that was when strong, he was dude. like going, "God damn it, God damn!" No, it wasn't because it's, it's the same still thing it's he still no seven, it was man. Weak. Like a year it was later, weak. It w- yes, exactly. It was weak. But Think about Brad Pitt's props, cry face in that movie, bro. Props, this is like props so not him. that. Props to him as an actor. He saw that, he learned from that, and he brought it for the next film. That's you a good point. But also, like, the fact that the filmmakers and the writers were, were putting such a traumatic moment in there. Like, that's not something that's dealt with very often in cinema as a whole. It doesn't matter, is, bro. It doesn't matter. Your actor should pull it off no matter well, what. Well, okay, but I'm not talking about, like, whether or not the actor could pull it off. I'm talking about the fact that they, they're willing to deal with it as a subject matter. Like, like uh, dealing with a traumatic moment of a death 
is is a very common thing in most films, right? Yes. Especially in, in yeah, these big war epics. Like, and, and, oh, someone mo- died. In the movie sense of it, though, not in real life. Right, but but I'm saying, like, like okay, so a character that's important to a main character has died. Now, now to come back later, even 20, 30, 45 minutes later in the film time, to deal with with the the trauma that that's registered on that that character's like persona, with with this like the cow is stuck in the barbed wire like that's not a scene that you would see in very many movies. You don't ever. think so? I think it's kind of heavy handed, man. I don't think it's subtle. I think it's very on the nose. Yeah, no, it's it, not. It, it, I it's mean, not you're... subtle. It's not subtle at all. But this movie I mean, is not subtle. It, it's I'm not saying. At all. Just like how it's that the girl's like, I- I'm going to marry Tristan. You know, like, they, all, all all the stuff pays off. Anything that's set it up definitely pays, pays off, off in this movie. Yeah. Can we talk about that? We already talked about how it kind of felt a little creepy. But, right. god damn, she grew into a hot fucking <laughs> hey, He's like, fuck woman. it. You know, hey, look, 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 the whole, it's, it's the same thing. What's the best thing that's available? Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. Well, that's I mean, his entire character, isn't it? What, no, you can't like, say yeah. that with Tristan, though, because this guy, like, was searching the world over, bro. Like exactly. I, you telling me okay, this? Way he slept. He, he fucking world. got high. No, no, but no and he slept did. With Asian chick. Dude, dude, he, he was, was like in a, a straight up orgy. He did every. What I'm saying is, yeah, what I'm saying, like, he's home now. He's home. He's done. He's sowed his wild oats, and now he's back, and he's home. What's look? This girl loves me already, and she's like a part of the part of the architecture here, and I'm trying to come back into the fold. Wow, okay, you just took this sense. beautiful love story and just sucked sucked it all down. You're just like, well, well, we have to. We're the only. Fucking considered what, what, adults what, of the what, same what, what, age. Well, I mean, you know, again, you though, that's, that's his entire character. Okay, okay, okay. Like, so, he never makes any actual decisions for himself. Yeah, He's entirely exactly. reactive Not at all. The Not at all. Like, as a character, as an actual human being, if I knew Tristan nowadays, I'd be like, bitch, you're that crazy <laughs> motherfucker all mad. Wait, you don't Get think that character makes me. decisions on his own? No, Fuck, not no, at all. That guy I think like, that's not a single moment. Went. Dude, no, no, he doesn't. Every that single mo- thing that, that he does is entirely is, reactive. That motherfucker is a depressed white girl that reads horoscopes every fucking day and posts goddamn uh, inspirational quotes on Instagram. That's the equivalent of who that fucking dude is. I don't think he, he can handle his emotions. Anything about himself? Yeah, he yeah. Know anything but, about where he easy. wants to go? I, I think he, he always does follows. what he wants. He follows. No, well. he doesn't. He follows. He doesn't do what he wants because he doesn't know what he wants because he doesn't know what his emotions are. When he gets scared, scared. he runs away. That motherfucker doesn't know what he wants. I don't That's know. The whole movie, I just saw him take exactly what he wanted. Fucking goes hubba, higa, 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 and all that shit, man. He didn't know. He did. He never took what he wanted. He, he was reactive he to thi- no. He well, was he reactive her. to things he that took, were happening he to him. That. He took that. In the okay, in the in very the moment where his older brother was like recognizing the the possibility of there might be some passion between his yeah, and he was like, younger brother it. and his younger, youngest brother. Yeah. You. Yeah, like, right. he walked in on that moment when Tristan was, like, realizing, oh, this thing is happening, and I don't know what to do with this moment. And then the older brother reads it wrong in the middle. Like, like he didn't read, he it, was, didn't read it wrong, no. dude. He read that 100% right, man. <laughs> he was like, oh, look at that. They were going to kiss if they didn't. No, he, didn't he read look, the tension. He didn't fair, read the he decision. To too. There was no decision that was being made. It, it was all tension. Jerry's like, it was all tension. He walked in on the moment of the tension, of and he was about to be like, I shouldn't do this. He was, a, he was pushing her away. Ended up sleeping with her, and poor Samuel did not. That sucks for Samuel. That does That's suck all I have for to Samuel. Say. 
And he's but the they one were that all like gung ho to run off to fucking die. And dad's like, bro, why don't you stay back and get married and hang back? We'll fucking like raise fucking cattle and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, and you're he, right. I really shouldn't well. feel ba- bad for Samuel. Yeah. That was his choice. Fuck him. Yeah, man. They, 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 it's just like, it's just like his dad dude. eventually, man, after having a stroke, you, up war, you totally deserve to die. You sign up for war and then you're, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, Brian? Right? That's what right? you guys what are saying. What the fuck are you talking about, Jared? No, that's what no, fucking no, Anthony Hopkins I'm, I'm fucking comes down to Jared. At, at the end of the movie where he's like, after he's already had a stroke about it and shit, he's like, no, man, he, fucking soldier wants to go to fucking war and he dies. That's the way it happens. No, he did that before he had the stroke, bro, and that's when was he a, fucking yelled at Tristan. Yeah, that is, yeah that's Tristan true. Rad. That was early in the death, Well, he, tell, he tells him in the beginning not to, thing, you know, yeah. go off the war. He's seen war. And they're like, you've never seen this war. And then one, once he saw his kids come back and how it affected them, he understood that. Because, you know, there was that scene where Alfred came with the fucking troops basically saying, we're running and we need your blessing, right? And he's yeah. like, you want to run for what? You want to be a part of the government? You don't know what the fuck you're doing. This government doesn't know what the fuck it's doing, right? It's kind of it's, – it's, it's weird. It's eerie as fuck. But I love how independent this fucking country used to be. And he was saying, all they're going to do is send people to fucking die, and you're not going to fucking understand it. Do you know what I'm saying? He's like, I was in that war. I understood it, all right? All we know is doing X, Y, Z. And what those younger ones are saying is, bro, old timer, you're so old. You don't understand the fucking shit we're seeing right now. They didn't have shell shock back in the colonel days, but they had shell shock that became a term, which later became PTSD from World War I. And his kids went to that. But what I love about his character as a development is when his kids came back, he's like, I got to stop being that old guy that's stuck in his – this is how it used to be. And he became aware of what his fucking kids are going through, right? And that's why he yelled at him. It's like, don't blame yourself for Samuel's death. Well, that's – okay, so that's – go to war and die. But that's what worked for me as as a whole for, for the way that they progress the characters, right? Because, like, they, they establish him so well as, like – I don't want you to go to war. I've seen it. It sucks. And you're going to go to war and you're going to get fucked up. And then the, his kids come home and he's like, wow, you guys got fucked up. And I appreciate that. And now I'm going to have empathy for you despite my previous, you know, conflict with that. And and it progresses him as a character as well. And that, and that speaks a lot to Anthony Hopkins' ability to to – show a lot of emotion with only a few like actual progressions Fuck yeah, dude. oh man i love his physicality uh his physicality yeah. when uh he puts that big old fur coat on dude yes. it's so good right? like he carries Ugh. his his yeah. body different man he walks like a boss he does. He does. with that thing on. and also that that fur coat felt so much like the bear which was like this recurring theme for yes. the, the entire thing totally yeah. agree of like you're dealing with the bear and you have the thoughts of the bear and you're fighting the bear and then this the father figure comes out with a fucking bear coat and he's the one who, with the fucking shotgun that Tristan gave him man I was like up like off my seat like dude, yes here, man. he saved so his good, kid's man. life with that Dude, it's so good. Dude, and, and he's like such a man's man, dude. That guy makes me like. It's because he's got great facial hair. With the, yes! Not just that, <laughs> man. His attitude and shit. You know? Rocking the stash. He is, you know, he is fucking independent. He is about making it on his own. Oh, dude, even he's after he has about. a stroke, motherfucker's still like. 
puts that gun together. You see him like, you know, trying to that, struggle. that yeah. gun that Tristan gets him, that big shotgun. He's trying to like yep. put it together. And at the very end scene, he still comes out there, raises that bitch up and blows Fuck that yeah. gangster away. <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't know. Was How he a gangster? That motherfucker. Somebody just God selling. Damn, what a good actor, man. Alcohol. Well, they, no, they were gangsters. They were gangsters disguised as cops because, well, actually, they were not. They were actual cops. They, no, they were working with the cops. They too. bought the cops off. They yeah. were fucking dirty They're cops. They're all assholes. They're dirty cops, bro. They're dirty cops. I mean, was Prohibition that, was, was like 13 years. So that, that, that whole that period. That, City mob, bro. that was, was that the gangster period. This was These were the Montana gangsters. You know, yeah, they had fucking Tommy guns out there. You know what? I'll tell you what, man. Those scenes where they went to get the revenge, him and uh, Isabel's Isabel II's, uh dad, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, man. And the parallel cuts between those, I just, I was like, I'm sold. I love this. Yeah, this yeah. I, I thank you for killing him. I, thanks for that revenge. Yeah, dude. What's you know? up with all these? And I don't know why, but we're we're doing all like '90s frontier movies, but. All of these '90s frontier movies <laughs> all have this like Braveheart, and it was this just like leftover from like Death Wish? Did that carry over into the '80s? And then that hit oh, the, uh, the revenge part. Yeah, like this revenge subplot comes into all these movies, dude. It's in Last of the Mohicans, right? Uh, I wonder yeah. if it's going to be in Last oh, of the Dogmen. Oh yeah, Man. that's so true. You're huh. right. Oh, I never thought it? about that, Brian. That that's a good I haven't seen that yet. Bro. Don't yeah. don't let me know, man. I'm excited. <laughs> Don't tell me now. We'll discuss that yeah. that continuity. Do, do, uh, <laughs> those are deep questions, Brian. I've never thought about that. Why do you think yeah. it is, Brian? I don't know, man. I just I've just started noticing like, these you as you we don't go have back. An inclination, though. Uh, you know, I just I don't know. Was was that something popular I mean, at the moment I, for action heroes? I feel heroes? like it was. It was definitely a theme that over the course of the '90s was was dealt That's with a lot. Was was revenge? I mean, Mel Gibson had that that whole payback thing, which was what dude, what like ninety yeah. seven. Gibson I had think. like dude, Gladiator no, was in like, two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Mel Gibson had that, like five of them in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, man. man. Fucking Lethal Weapon is a fucking revenge thriller in a way, but it's with a buddy, you know. Oh no, that that that's just a buddy cop. That's not really a revenge film. Well, no, oh, they kind of like fucked him up at the beginning of the film with his girlfriend and shit, and he's like, "Fuck you." you no, part two is what you're thinking of because part two's okay. got the South African that killed his wife. And, there you go. There you go. And Riggs yeah. is like, go. "Oh, I'm gonna Doesn't bring matter. down the whole house." I was with still the truck right with the era. The I was right with the era, the '80s and the '90s. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, like, yeah. It, it always yeah. comes in, and maybe it's an era thing. Maybe you're right. Brian. It's definitely an era thing. There's. There was there was a lot of, I mean, how much of that came out of of like what happened throughout the eighties and you know the launch of Reaganism and into I don't know that's an interesting uh, and it's, interesting it's called existential question. It's called Reaganomics, brother man. You're too. Thank old. you. It's not Reaganism and Reaganomics. Ra- Reaganomics, bro. Yeah. Ooh. J- we need Jared to jump in here on the Reaganomics. The Reaganomics. Quiz. No, it's not Brought happening. to you by uh, Jared's WA Deer Meat. <laughs> Jared's Deer Meat is the best kind of meat. Oh, man. Here goes your Reagan fact deer. of the day. Thank you for Ronald Reagan right, had a it. fortune teller. Hell yeah. That oh, wow. he consulted. Good for him. On yeah. a regular basis. And that motherfucker yes. believed in aliens. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Are you serious? Well, well wait. I kind of almost are, believe in I, aliens now that they've released in all these bro. fucking UFO videos. Uh, yeah. It's I'm plausible I'm, deniability, I'm, I'm Mr. More, President. More, more in it. But no, Shoot. dude, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell wrote a script about Reagan, and it was the best thing ever, all right? And he was going to fucking make it, and it got pulled back because Nancy Reagan, before she died, called him, and it was a big fuss. 
But basically, they were saying. Wait, she called him and whole, to to yeah, stop production. Told him not to do the film. Yeah, and the whole wow. fucking thing about it. Yeah, it was fucking awesome because it was the second term of Reagan, and Will Ferrell was gonna play Reagan, and yeah. he was like having dementia and there were scenes in there I read the script it was fucking incredible there were scenes in there where like his aides are going up to Reagan going sir we need you to hit your mark for TV and he's like where is Mark who's Mark hey Mark what's going on Mark and that was real life verbatim scene of what fucking goddamn Ronald Reagan was doing why he should know what a mark is he was a Hollywood actor bro he was losing what's interesting about that as a statement during the second yeah Term. He was. He was. He was. He was. He was that dementia. bad. Yes. It was like he just bad. completely lost that much. And this Will Ferrell comedy is not really a comedy. It was verbatim goddamn events that happened. Okay. Okay. But, but in you know, in all fairness, wow. I'm sure a president losing their mind during a second term is not very realistic, um, because most of, mostly that, that happens during the first term. Uh, no. <laughs> Second term, they're just they checked out. In the second bro. term, anyway. Bro, bro, what are you talking about? Man, second term, they're fucked up even more, man. Have you seen Obama? That motherfucker oh walked in there looking like an angel. Walked out like he looked like Morgan Freeman. You're like, how do you age? Absolutely true. Fifty years in eight, bro. How does that man, happen? That's yeah, what happens bro. when you know the presidency. It's a four years. It's like dog years. It ages. Yeah. It ages you in like yeah. quad time. When you sure. care. When you care, when the you current, give a the shit, current, the current one has not aged a day. It's fucking yeah, awesome. That definitely it's had weird. nothing to do with my joke. Like about we should losing be studying that as term. a human species. Like we should study the level of not giving a fuck right now. Hopefully we go, will. Look how look how post, young it keeps you. <laughs> yeah. it Hopefully keeps you after young, the fact. That's all that matters. Oh my god! Don't give a fuck. You stay young. The movie cool podcast is the best podcast on the internet. Period. <laughs> yes. Period. Happy birthday to Jared Callen. <laughs> All right. So Back guys, to the movie. Question. Back to the movie. Question. What did you guys think about the adventure sequences? Because they were mainly all kind of like montages. Who liked? Who uh, liked? Well, wait. Uh, the war scenes Which, weren't really well, montages. They just had VO sorry, yeah. or, over oh, top I, of them. I, I, l- l- let, me, let me rephrase. Sorry. The the water travel adventures where he went and like. Oh, the, with the like the overhead shots of the. Oh, like every time he left. Yeah, it yeah. felt kind of like the same shot over and over. It was like shot three times, and then they just used it like I was, five times. But it looked good every them. single fucking time, though, man. Like, but, but like, what's the if it's broke, why, that? why like, fix it? Should they have the? Should they have explored those things more than just the sequence? Or because we're doing this whole film from the point of view of the letters, it was added. yeah. The the letters was question. a good recurring like thematic element that that gave them an excuse to do some of those things. Um, by the the eighth letter, there was there was definitely like a okay, like are are we just doing this for the sake of like progressing the plot? And you you can't like have a character give two lines to throw away the fact that seven years have passed and you need to take forty minutes to establish all these things. Like like at what point do you do you condense some of these things down to like a a lot of shit happened and it's been a long time since we've seen you because they still have all those moments, right? Like every every like the few times when when he when he finally met the brother right it was like oh it's been a really long time, 
Um, when he finally came home, it's like, oh, it's been a really long time. Like, it felt like there was like four or five of those moments where it's like, yeah, no, he's been away for a really long time. Like, how how many of those times do you need before <laughs> well, you realize? No, okay, but like, see, dude's been away for a really long time. I, I, no, I see. I really like those though because it, it's it's how you show passage of time. And to be honest with you, either a character before Tristan would leave the Montana ranch, right? Uh, or right yeah. before he came back, that's when we would get an expo- exposition dump and he would find out everything that happened. And sometimes we would know and sometimes we wouldn't. But it was always an emotional moment. That's when the hug happened when they go off to war, right? Yeah. And then when he comes back onto the farm, right, his dad sees him and everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's here's, here's it's Tristan. And that's when he finds out his dad has a stroke and we see mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins. It's... Uh- Cry moment when he's like, right? uh, I'm happy, dude. Oh, yeah. Cry moment when he wrote, I'm happy. Hey, For get closer sure. to the mic. Yeah, Jared, come on. Cry moment. Yeah, dad is happy. Cry moment. Oh, yeah, man. Even though it said, am happy, you know, I, I'm going to forgive it. You know, I'm. <laughs> am. He is writing upside down. Am so happy. He, he has been, he's been practicing. Yeah, it, was, it was emotional for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I cried at that moment. I cried at the uh, hugs with them going off to war, and then I cried at the very, the very end when Adrian Quinn finally gets like accepted by his father. Yes, Damn. me too. Oh, but it took him fucking sure. killing a guy that was about to like kill the whole family for Great him being shot, accepted though. again. Uh, but, hey, it was, bro, yeah, it was exactly. a good shot. Yeah. He, he, he proved, he proved that he was worth it. Uh, I cried when uh, she killed herself. Oh, man. It was very unfair to her, man, because she got plucked from another place. And, yeah, I know I was giving her shit. So before you give me shit about me giving her shit, because I was like, she slept with all the brothers. All right. But like, I I just knew she was going to kill herself after that jail scene, man. I just knew it. Me too. Me too. Dude, me too. But I was sad because it's so not fair, man. It's so not fair that it didn't work out for her, that it chemically altered her brain. To drive her to suicide. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I there was a suicide in Last of the Mohicans. What's happening here? Hey, man, trauma can alter your brain chemicals, Brian. It does. You know? and, Which is uh, again you know? like what I was talking about earlier. The fact that this this movie does not shy away from any of those, those sorts of traumatic moments and and what sort of things like el- moments that can re-trigger us and and the way that can set our emotions off to the point that we're gonna jaunt off to the world for seven fucking years and fuck our entire family like for the sake of like i can't deal with my emotions so i just have to leave i'm gonna kill every animal in africa but that that's what this whole movie kind of feels like it's about is is dealing with the aftermath of trauma and and people dealing with with the emotions of of unresolved grief what makes this movie work for me overall yeah bro i mean like i don't think it's about that i just think it's about people going through life and then that's, as the, as as they're going through, oh, uh, but grief, grief, to, and trauma are, are are integral parts of life for so many people. They are, but the movie never focuses on one of those. It's just Which that's a, a part. Thing, it's because... it's a part of life, and it's just I yeah. don't know. It's just it's kind of like a snapshot in time of this family's life, and Tristan is our point of view character that we see every. See everything and, from and, because and, that's and, the and character Brian. everybody likes in the yeah, movie. And you Brian, know? you're absolutely right. Nine out of ten people cried at those four or five spots that you guys pointed out. One out of the rest cried when she killed herself because they understood what she's going through. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That darkness 
and what they showed in this film was great because this woman ended up having monetarily everything a person could ever want, especially right, you know, during, you know, after World One, it's before the collapse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She had friends and she had soirees and she had champagnes and she got to see Tristan and she got to see her not having those kids. But then she also knew that Tristan didn't have everything he wanted. His wife died. Now his kids are orphaned, right? But yeah, yeah. the darkness still came and took over her because of the trauma she experienced from Samuel. And that's why I felt bad for her. Because she could have had a nice long life. Especially now that her husband, Alfred, after she died, reconciled with his dad. Like, what if she was alive for that? That's why I felt Dude, for Dude, she had you know sex saying? with Brad Pitt, dude. And once you have sex with a guy, <laughs> you I just know. can't go back. I okay? know, oh, I man. know. But, you know, you Brian, in all fairness, Brian, <laughs> I've never had imagine? sex with someone that looked like Brad Pitt. If I did... I wouldn't be talking to you on a podcast right now, Man. just to be honest about it. I'm sure he would have been a lot more okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> she's always calming. I'm just constantly calming. Your options. <laughs> I have sex with Brad Pitt. I'll be on Movie Crew Podcast. You have sex with Brad Pitt. Step have sex with Brad Pitt. I'm Everyone calming. will have sex with Brad Pitt. All four of us, including Brian's, like, have sex with Brad Pitt. You have sex Bro. with Brad Pitt, guys. Yeah, but what did, did anyone else think that his his, like, weird long mouth doesn't look right with a mustache. Yes, fake mustache, his, bro. Wait, I noticed that. Who are you talking about? Wait, you talking about Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt's or Anthony? Upper lip mustache. mustache. Were there times where Brad Pitt had a real beard and times that he yeah. had a fake yes. beard? Because yes. it yes. felt like... Yeah. I was like, what's yeah. happening yes. here? Yes. <laughs> and it was several bad. times. I was and like, it was especially your beard bad looked normal and now it looks very like... Glued like, on, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like manicured in a way that doesn't feel natural to you. You can tell like, when it was real because the hairs. Yeah. You could see the hairs up in his upper cheek where yeah. it yeah. started to get longer. And then other times he just shaved the, the upper cheeks. The but lip, the lip. You see like a lines. black outline around the lip in the 4K the cut, and you're like, bad. damn. And when, when, <laughs> when we're in that close up, fire them. We weren't such tight close-ups, man. It just like ninety-four just, guys like, draws away, and it is it, you know his sexy mouth. You're looking at his sexy mouth, and it just pulls you out of it. <laughs> it does. You're it does. What that sexy mouth could be. One hundred percent. It pulls me out. It did pull me out of it. I had to pause it, rewind, go. Is this guy wearing porn stash? I swear, yeah. <laughs> like porn yes, he is stash. wearing porn stash. Porn beard. <laughs> hey, you know it's a bearded clown. Uh, um. Okay. So another question. That I had when the Native American with when Big Step was going around the three dead bodies and he wished he could have scalped them, but he said, Those are not my kills. Yeah, yeah, he, he pantomimed it. Can, he can, I, can I ask you? <laughs> yeah. They may they may have addressed <laughs> this in moment. the film, but I cannot remember. Was 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 he like a savage, like badass Native American that scolded a shit ton yes. of people and we just. Yeah, there were he, a lot he's of one information. Step, bro. In the film? Yeah. No, okay. They, yeah, they so did, there was a they whole... did say it in the film. Where? There, yeah, you, there was a whole exposition line. It's the first scene you see with the car. Um, it's it's right after Tristan's uh, first introduction scene. You see Brad okay. Pitt for the very first time. and they're... Yeah. When he, like, rides in and shit like yeah, that. Right, yeah, right. Well, actually, it's and before, the brothers it's, are all, like, right before around. he shows up. And uh, she's asking if he speaks English. Oh, she was asking that to the older brother yeah, when she gets married. To exactly, yeah, and he was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, he could speak English uh, perfectly." And she's like, "Is yeah? Uh, does he? Did he scalp anyone?" He's like, "Oh yeah, he's got." They said he has a bag of scalps to prove that is his... legendary, but yes. no one's ever found it because like. Yeah. Uh... 
or something like that. Yeah, I forget yeah. what the point. They said he, damn, he understands English perfectly. Like that man, because yeah. the payoff was at the very end. Because you're like, is this motherfucker a warrior? Why is he trying to scalp them? God damn it! I need to watch this film one more time, man. I didn't pay attention well enough. Well, and that, that's also why, like, he was helping the colonel with the army. I mean, apparently, like, the yeah, way I always interpret it, he must have been some kind of, like, interpreter for him. Yeah, but I didn't think that... And then that friendship have, like, grew and turned... Uh, well, they yeah, they said he understands right, yeah. English perfectly, but he would never lower himself to speak it. <laughs> I yeah. love that He says something. Yeah, it was so part. good. Yeah. I forget what and then uh, And then also, in that same moment, uh, yeah, and, and he apparently has a bag of scalps somewhere, but... Won't ever show us. Jared, you got a bag yeah. of scalps somewhere, bro? Of course I do. You do? What you do with them apples, man? You smoke them? You cook them? <laughs> what you do? No, man, no. They're no, trophies, no, no. bro. He's like the predator. He scalps motherfuckers and then he, <laughs> well, he sticks them up. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever seen the movie Jeepers Creepers? Uh, you ever seen the movie Jeepers Creepers? Oh, I kind of yes. like, you know, stitch them all together and make <laughs> wallpaper out of them. Oh, hell yeah. You're like Justin Long, bitch. <laughs> He's got a big blanket. So you're like, I like a furry wall. Look at this. No, it's uh, it's like a throw blanket. <laughs> he just it's laying on his couch. <laughs> yeah. Boomer sits next to it, and you can't actually tell where where does Boomer start and where does the blanket stop. No, I was just actually looking up Aiden Quinn uh, to see what he's been up to, and he, he's actually still working a lot. Um, yeah, man. Wow, man. Man, yeah, he's he's underrated in this movie. Like when I was going through the reviews, like I was surprised how few reviewers were talking about his performance and I was really surprised about this got really mixed reviews and a lot of uh, critics were talking about how it was just it felt like a soap opera yeah well it's a little bit long and it's it It, it has a lot of romantic elements it's a a fucking adventure film Mike yeah it It does everything it needs to do but in the time it feels like Downton Abbey to me like the way that Downton Abbey plays out oh man this this looks so much better if you're telling me way better this looks way Way better better. come on I didn't say I didn't say I didn't say the way it looks it's the way it feels the way that the the characters way better the way the characters British assholes these are fucking what I'm talking what I'm talking about is like the way the characters get something and then it gets taken away from them and then they get the next thing that they think that they want and then it gets taken away it's like the the beats of it feels like the way that that flows is what I'm saying yeah, but calling it a soap opera, you're implying like some kind of inferior quality, and especially when you yeah. give no, it, no, this is like high. You give it a like bad no, review. That's like that's a knock. No, I I, I took Jared's statement as unfounded. as like a, a good comparison to like a a, a widely popular, um, close to soap opera feel level of of like lots of things happen. There's a lot of characters going doing things. I understand what you meant. Yeah, Thank it's you. An, it's an adventure film. No, I was talking about what yeah. reviewers were. Insane. Romancing well, the Stone is an adventure film. Is this an an, an adventure film? I would call yes. this a sweeping romantic western epic. No, before they, I would call sweeping. it a western he, film. He, he, hey, bro, hey, bro, he has some fucking sea scenes. Okay, he was in the sea. He was in the oceans. Let's see. That's a, it was an adventurous this epic. Yeah, I don't know why. This is a Tristan what, what, um, adventure, man. IMDb calls it. This, this is a cattleman movie. He calls it a drama romance war. Is the genres that IMDb has listed? Drama, romance, <laughs> war, western. The western. West there it is. Western. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of western elements to it for sure. I'm not seeing western. Those leather jackets. I'm on the page there, Brian. Bro. I'm on the page the, too. I, mean, I see drama, romance, 
Where you? Well, the four main characters IMDb? are. Are you are you like looking right under the title? Rentals? How is that or not a western? No, I you know if you scroll down toward the middle of the page, it's. Um, oh, I see it. What are we saying, Mike? Um, if the four main characters are are literally cattle ranchers, how is that not a western? So if your movie's true, about yeah, they're, they're all cattle ranchers. They're, they're in Montana. They even Most talk of the about shots it are in. Lost, it yeah. doesn't feel like a western, and it doesn't cattle. have a lot of. It does it doesn't have a lot of western elements, man. Like. I mean, I don't know how many westerns you guys have seen, but there, this there is not. There needs to be not... a show off for a western, and there was no show off in this one. Dude, he like he end. like he he herds a whole bunch of wild horses in at the end. No, no, a show off is like that. <laughs> the showdown. Nah, nah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the it's like it's like go. saying is Bagger Vance a sports movie? No, fuck no, Bagger Vance is not. It's a golf movie, bro. It's like Tim Cup. Is all the pretty horses a western? Bitch, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's loosely a western because there's a guy that's a rancher that has horses, and falls in it's, love with a chick. All right, all so, right, yeah, I receive I that. Yeah, as a as a genre defying statement, that that's a fair. That's I mean, fair. I guess it is. I don't know. No, you're right. I haven't seen enough westerns to qualify this this compared to most of those. We gotta get you on some spaghetti it feels, westerns. It feels son. westerns. Yeah, we gotta get you on some spaghetti westerns. I, I definitely need to. Uh, that that is spaghetti a, that is a wide gap in my in my film oh, history yeah. for sure. Do you guys consider Last of Mohegans a Western? Because I don't. No. No. Well, because no. I mean that. Frontiers film. I think it's this a is. Frontier film. I would put it's this different. in the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, this is a Frontier film. This is not a Obviously. Western film. That's yeah okay. Because also Western was like 1840s to 1870s, 1880s. It was a very finite, small period. You gents uh, got anything else uh, in your notes here before we hit ratings? Great picture, great sound, great movie. Do, do we want to talk? Do we want to talk about any odd behind-the-scenes stuff? I have not looked any of that up, so I have no idea. Um, I didn't really see any much behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, did you guys? Yeah. It's nineteen ninety-four. They were still controlling the fucking PR on that shit. I was listening to the audio commentary uh, with Brad Pitt and Ed Zwick, and Zwick. Brad Pitt did say while they were shooting mm-hmm. in Montana, well, in Canada. That was standing in for Montana, right? Montana. They all had their own separate lodges, except Brad Pitt and Julia Ormond. They shared their lodge. Oh, they were fucking. And he says on the commentary, he's like, he's like, it just helped with the uh, the romantic tension, and I'll leave it like that. Gentlemen, don't tell. Uh, I was like, damn. I looked over at my wife. I was like, he just said they were fucking on the commentary. Yeah, and and Lindsay looked at you and was like, yes, they were definitely fucking. They were definitely fucking. It is time for ratings, ladies and gentlemen. Who's going first? Oh, that makes me just feel so much better. Huh, well, the first bitch that spoke <laughs> is the one that goes first. Go ahead, Jared. You know, guys, I'm going to give this movie a nine. I really, Real. really, really enjoyed this movie. I thought mm. this... What, fuck it. Man, fuck it. This movie gets a ten. This oh. movie is... Oh. Oh. This movie is everything that I think my mom wanted to see in the 90s. <laughs> Fuck yes. I, I, I think, I think that this movie... It's everything my mom wanted to see for sure. So I think loaded. this movie... And my no, mom. I th- There's three moms <laughs> that totally fucking bought this film in the nineties. Just saying, this movie is like high budget filmmaking perfection. Like, yes. like the lighting is amazing. The story's very solid. The acting's phenomenal. There's cries. There's beautiful women. There's beautiful Good music. men. 
The Great music is phenomenal, dude. Yeah, man, this movie's a ten, man. This movie, if you like, I'm surprised that I haven't seen this movie up to now. Like, holy shit, this movie feels like it should be a romance movie classic. Um, and like, er, er, everyone should watch this. Mm. It, it's on the list. Mm. Fuck yes, I love you. And it's available for streaming via Amazon Prime. I bought the Blu-ray. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> they're not you. sponsoring us. Stop giving them free. I'm, I'm not saying they're sponsoring. <laughs> I'm just saying you don't have to like you know. I don't see Amazon sending it. Jared birthday gifts. Oh yeah, my man. gosh! All right, who's going next? <laughs> I'll go next. Um, I'll give it a nine point five. Oh. So uh, the only thing that doesn't quite work for me that doesn't that keeps it from a ten because I agree with with literally everything Jared just said. Um, at the end, it gets a little bit murdery, a little bit revenge-ish. And there's, there's just, there's, there's, there's just quite that, that turn where like every single character, like nobody gets quite that happy ending, which, which totally works for everything that the movie leads up to. It just, there's, there's so much romance and there's so much sweeping, wonderful epicness that like the, the romantic in me wants every wants a happy ending and it's just that slight term where it's not a happy ending that a hundred percent is deserved and absolutely works for the film but I'm gonna hey man, there is I'm, a happy I'm gonna ending. give it a half he point he lived a long off. life and he had fucking kids and great grandkids he lived a long life that, wait, that explain the ending feet, he lived a long life that that he didn't experience with his family he he went off for yeah, who knows how long family, like family bitch He's no, no, no. They specifically man. said, like, he was killed by the bear, which there was implication oh, that no, it was that's the that worst scene ever. That was it supposed to be terrible. The end, that which, terrible. Like, that scene is fucking that scene Fuck is you guys. Awful. That was amazing. Like, what are you talking no, about? No, it's not. The coverage of that scene looks like shit. That was yeah, a real shot bear was terrible. and a man fighting. Go fuck that yourselves. Was definitely, that was amazing. Why? But it wasn't needed. That was not a bear and a man fighting. It wasn't needed. Yeah. All we had to do was see the bear come up to him, and as soon as the camera was coming Guys, that was super impressive. What I am telling you, when I saw this movie a it year after so it came out, I lost my goddamn mind. Okay, go fuck yourselves. This was cool. I'm taking this down to a nine because of that scene. Like, you know, like, <laughs> that's not that was talking that... lower. No, see, see the revenant. <laughs> no, we tried to bring everyone up. Can I talk you? This to was a seven. real bear. The revenant was that was a real bear, not a real bear. And he, and he like, hugged like him. fake wrestling with its real like like trainer. Yeah. So it was like it was it, a yeah. it was everything. It didn't even re- look like Brad Pitt. No, it was it was what the it, the revenant took that scene and said, "Fuck Come you, on. we're gonna do this for for real and make it actually look like the bear is fucking some dude up." That <sighs> that's what that scene was trying to be, exactly. and it couldn't because they needed they to actually be technology. safe, and they were using a real fucking bear. Which props to them for using real bear, but that's super I agree impressive. With Wahid, it wait so it it narratively it was an unnecessary scene and it, and it, and it kind of killed it for me at the very end that's and why like, i give it look, a half look, point off maybe narratively it was a necessary scene but it wasn't needed to be shown for that long it could have been done in three shots it totally needed to be sh- shown for that long you guys were just talking to me about how anthony hopkins in that fur fucking coat looked like a bear and how that was a a, a fucking a part of his setup and his character in the beginning so if it and was then you're shot telling better, me no sh- it was no, shot no, better no, be quiet and you're telling me that that's not an important scene to show. What you were talking about and it was not was how it was shot, Waheed. What you were talking about was the necessity of it being there. And you're telling me that it's not supposed to be there and it's not supposed to be there for that long? You're insane. It could be, 
And if you don't story, have it, you see this movie. The, this movie is so on the you. nose, dude. It's so on the you. nose. It's I, ridiculous. And you're going to sit there and you. tell me that you can't have the fucking payoff of the theme of the father for the whole fucking Ooh. movie for this on the no movie I, I that most reviewers you. called was so popper garbage. You know, most it people shat, most film fucking critics shat on this fucking movie. And you're going to sit here and tell me that this scene is the one. You, you know my opinion about film critics. They all suck dick. Okay. But, all right. Dude. So, here's the thing. I agree with you in terms of story, and I agree with you that that scene was needed, and I agree with you that it needed to be there. What I disagree with is, I guess they ran. I don't know what the fuck happened. That scene looks so shitty. That's really hard that to shoot, bro. It, it doesn't matter, bro. If you can't fix it. And make it look real. You have the to have it in is, the movie. The thing is you do three shots and you dissolve to fucking black because that's better than seeing a cartoon fucking looking character trying to find a cartoon looking fucking goddamn bear for me. That's not cartoon look like looking. It's, it that's, it's real. It is cartoon looking to me. No, Jurassic Park came before this and it made me shit my pants when that goddamn dinosaur came down. And this thing... This has some I shitty slow motion effect. It's 100% real, though. flying fuck. You cannot shoot almost fucking three hours worth of a fucking glorious film and fuck up that last bit. Get the fuck out of here. It felt a little second unit for me. Dude, uh, that was a shitty second yeah. unit. That fucked up the whole film for me. I was going to give it this film a 20. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to give it a 10 still. <laughs> but I'm going to give it, you know. Like, this film... I loved it Every, so much yeah. until I watched that scene. Everything but, else is so good. It's so good. There's so many emotional highs and lows, and you feel every of the things, and you cry with them, and you laugh with them, and you are am happy as well. Wait, hold up. Like, all of the things. Why, he, did you just give your rating all of a sudden, just yeah, like in I the did. middle I, of I, the did. conversation? Yeah. <laughs> I did. He threw it in, baby. I did. It's a 10. That's how shit's done in 2020. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just throw shit out. <laughs> it's coming, guys, bro. Yeah, you gotta hurry up, man. This is how we you roll. If you, don't, if you don't catch that, how are you supposed to not catch Corona? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, explain. Uh, what, what was uh, you, you said? Ten. I gave it a ten. Expand. I hated that scene. I hated that scene, but. Why? Well, I, I just explained how, it. how do you hate a scene it's, though? No, no, you you got to explain to me how you scene, hate a scene and not, give a movie a it ten. Looks like shit. That's because that's a nine point five. If you hate a scene, that's not no, a ten. No, that, that's one scene at the very end. That's not very, true very because end, dude broke the forget. fucking line and still got the best fucking Oscar for fucking cinematography. Yeah, it doesn't matter to so. me. I'm glad <laughs> he broke the line. That cinematography was gorgeous. I don't give a fuck. Dude, what are you talking? That's like them not giving an Oscar to someone because he had a fucking spelling mistake on his fucking script. Do you know how many Oscar winning scripts I've read that have fucking spelling mistakes in them? Oh, they're, it's, it's, it's rampant. Those are like fucking first and only notes. Like those motherfuckers are like Elron Hubbard. They're like, oh, I'm so great. I'm just gonna write it once and never write it again. You know what though? Oscar. That that 180 break was not extremely jarring, and you can break the 180. And there are directors like Albert Hitchcock that have used 180 breaks very effectively throughout cinema. Exactly. So and, and don't it be looks scared. Really good. You know, but just listen. Know the rule. Anyway. Yes, exactly. Continue. And it's More one like scene, guidelines. and it's one scene out of film. Exactly. And I don't think it merits a me killing a full half point for it because of all the other good stuff that you talked about, Brian. It, it should and be at least a point. About Jared, right? uh, that, uh, a half point, at least. I mean, if it's a no, bad no, scene, it's no, a no, it's not no. perfect. This film, 
this film is so good that I don't care about that one bad scene. You can overlook the warts. Ooh. I will sit there and I'll argue about it, but I'm not going to fucking degrade the film because of it. I think the film works really well. I love it, man. It's fucking great. It's got everything you want, man. It's got romance, adventure. It's got fatherhood. It's got brotherhood. It's got war. It's um, got Brad Pitt. You know, it's got Brad Pitt. He's fucking gorgeous as fuck. It's got, like, hot tub scenes. It's got great, beautiful North American sceneries. Do you know what I'm saying? Beautifully shot. It's got a really good score. The dialogue is not bad, man. James it's Horner. really good. It's a good fucking, yes. Yeah, it's good fucking dialogue. Excellent. And Anthony Hopkins is fucking fantastic, man. All these actors, man. Even the young Isabel, too, the 13-year-old, she was good. Like, man, Everybody that's a lot it. of work, bro. I can forgive that one fucking scene because they shot with a fucking live bear. Do you get what I'm saying? I could, I just give it shit because I'm you an asshole. You said that that overhead shot was done with a GoPro. It's a fucking movie, bro, man. It's 10. It's a 10. <laughs> there you go. It's your turn, Brian. It's a 10 for me, bro. Uh, Two 9.5s and a 10. That's. I mean, this, this is high rating. Uh, guys, uh, you know, I, I was going to give this an 8, but now I'm thinking about a, a 7.5. Uh, God bro. damn, Jeremy. That's an ass, fuck? motherfucker. You're- you're going more shitting on him because of what? Yeah, you, I mean, after listening to you guys praise this movie, fuck. Yeah, this movie. After, after you guys are like just <laughs> overlooking all the goddamn flaws in the film, like yeah, like yeah, you know why it makes you cry because it goes for the easiest goddamn most obvious. Like, look, I'm really vulnerable right now. Okay, I know it does. <laughs> we right? are it, all it, go, it goes for the buttons. It, and, and some of us just want Julia Orman. And I, I understand. Oh my god! That's all, that's all we're oh to my say. fucking god! <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> She's so good. I, I understand Man, a lot of the. Critics. I want to shoot a close up of her all the time. Ugh, it's definitely we my should do, girl. We should do a Brian like Berry rating and a Brian singles rating. <laughs> like if you're single right now during COVID, Brian, what would you rate this? You're not married. You don't have kids. I love this. That so has much. nothing to, to do with watch. anything. I mean, that's not gonna like whether I'm married or not. You know what? I'd like to. I I'd I'd like to. Mike and I have kids. I'd like to. That's fair. Like, how how well did you guys identify with the Anthony Hopkins character? Like every time I saw him on screen mm. with his sons, I don't know, but fuck James Horner, fuck Ed Zwick, and fuck Anthony Hopkins. Those mother those three motherfuckers. And I guess John Toll with his cin- fucking cinematography, doing those beautiful so close-ups, good. you know. <sighs> just every fuck all the good things about right? it. What do you hate about and it? All that stuff just like it works and it makes me cry in those yeah, Anthony actually... Hopkins moments. Like, Wahid, Jared, do you guys do you guys get that uh, from that moment, or do you guys? Are... Yeah, I do. I see it of from course. the other side. I see it from the child's side. All right, because I haven't experienced being a father yet, so. But, dude, you just gave this thing, like, one of the biggest compliments. You gave it a human element. Yeah, right? but that here's... a lot of films don't have. Here's so the thing, like, okay, because here's the thing, like, when I go through my notes, like, there's all these times where I'm like, oh, Brad Pitt, gravesite, cry. Oh, it's so rough. Crying. I laughed. You just don't like him crying. I literally laughed out loud. Well, you know, you were like, <laughs> yeah, you think that you, in Brad Twelve Pitt. Monkeys too, when he was fucking <laughs> no, you know, I loved laughing him. in there. I loved him in Twelve Monkeys. The thing is, is that when you put him up against Julia Oman, is such a good actress. She know, does such a great job. So good. 
And then she's Brad Pitt the scenes, is every fucking scene. Yeah, every but scene. Brad Pitt's every right scene. beside her, right? And it, she, he just fucks it up, man. Even that goodbye scene, man, when he, when Brad Pitt's packing his horse, right, and he didn't want to look at her. Like the blocking and the camera work is really good there. Okay, I really enjoy it. Brad put. Brad Pitt's turned to the camera, looking away from her, but she's mm-hmm. still looking at him, also looking at the camera. Really great. They're not looking at each other, but we both see the, we, the audience. We're seeing their fucking reactions. I really like that scene and how it's blocked. But when he turns around in that scene to talk to her and he's got like these teary eyes and I'm like, well, wait, you were just like staring off in the distance in the shot before, dude. Like yeah, I, but, it's but, so, but, but, but just, it's that, such these jarring, fault, or is that the first AD's fault? Yeah, that's and editing. Into no, it's not just that. No, you know, no, like, bro. Are, are we, I, I mean, like, yeah. no, you can't, you can't sit there and tell me that that long ass fucking two shot, right, is a fucking editor's fault. You telling me that they? No, he should have fucking at least had a moment where he was I crying. I didn't say editors. I I didn't say editor's fault. I said I said that's the first AD and a director. I fault. know. I I was responding what Jared said, not what you oh, said. Sorry. So. Uh, I, I don't think that's an editing fault. That's I, that that's a performance fault because jo- Joy Oman, she's doing it in that scene, right? And he, he's it, it's a long ass scene, dude. He should be able to get to that emotional moment within a minute and a half as an actor. I, you know, Ed Zwick, who is who motherfucker did Glory before, right? How many actors yeah. got a uh, fucking Oscar nominated from that? I know at least Denzel Washington won, right? And Morgan Freeman got nominated and. I don't know if Matthew Broderick did. Brad Pitt just doesn't sell it 100% for me at all the, all the time. He is gorgeous though. He looks great. He sells oh, he sells the action moments, he sells the revenge moments. He sells that 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 that, 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 that thing where he tips the hat with the water that flies yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that big Brad Pitt <laughs> with his smile. smile, that doofus ass face of his. You You're keep like, talking here, about you, like like Come here, cinema. you pretty boy. That's not very smart. That's Come on. True. With 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 death and the chess game, that that cinematic imagery. Well, that that little hat tip with the water going up, that cinematic imagery. That that'll <laughs> that that will forever fly in cinematic montages. Forever. Yeah, come on, Brian. Let's lock you up to eight point five. You've been negative. This no, man. I'm bit. I'm just gonna be eight. eight. I'm just gonna be eight. Wild, bitch. I, I, you going to an eight? Yeah, okay, that's I, better. I, than I, the I think I'll, I think that's eight, better. But I'm not going any eight. higher. That's good. All right, I, all right. <laughs> it's just it's just we'll take the too cheesy. We'll Brad we'll Pitt is is not there yet, and I even went back and watched Interview with the Vampire right after watching this. And oh mm. man, I, I had some. I'll probably watch that tomorrow. I had some He's problems so with better. him. I had some problems with him in that dude. I'm just like, oh dude, like oh, you're just no. uh, really interesting. You're just pissed at Tom Cruise and asleep at the wheel, dude. You're like, oh, I just got to want to be suicidal. Okay. Oh, God, dude. I don't, hate don't life. Don't hate on Brad Damn. that much. Don't hate on Damn. Brad that much. No, that, that, watch his performance. I mean, that's what his character's doing, and I mean, that's what he's he, supposed he to perform. He doesn't know how to cry and very well, but he's really good at everything else he does, man. No, man. He's Look, really when he worked with David Fincher, he got great. He got good. Yeah, because you have a really good director. Yeah, after after seven, David Fincher, uh, and working with Terry Gilliam and Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, yeah. See, you have two badass directors that get you Edge of ninety four early. But let's not forget those Brad Pitt accents that were really rough in Devil's Own. And um, what was that other one where he went to Tibet? Uh, Seven years in Tibet. 
Yeah. Seven years yeah. into bed. Those are hey, fucking man. terrible. He was, young. he was young. He probably had terrible management that hired their friends to do his accents. You get what I'm saying? Like, there's politics that you and I are not aware of. But the good thing is he wised up and we're still talking about him in 2020 because this motherfucker is a legend. Just like the yeah, he's got he some fucking staying power. We're talking sure. about him because he's yeah. gorgeous. He is. And he's fu- no, dude. Come on. No. Dude, it's, he got famous because he face. showed his ass and he fucked Gina Davis I, I get, in uh, I get that. I get Dumb that, Louise. Yes. I mean, come I, on. I, 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 get, I get that. Okay, but let's say all I'm saying is that I'm not Brad saying Pitt that doesn't make him do a that. good actor, but that is Brad why we're Pitt talking about you it. You and I and saw at Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are completely two different actors. And this is... A world-class actor now. You gotta admire that shit. He had to show a little ass. He's gotta, man. You gotta show. He's he a movie a star. Sex to make He's not it. a world-class yeah, actor, bro. He's a world-class. Daniel Day Lewis is a world-class actor. Brad Pitt is Daniel a movie Day-Lewis, star. Okay, okay. Let me explain. Like Cary Grant's <laughs> a movie star. <laughs> you know, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. J- Jimmy Stewart world-class is an actor since he was five. Where okay. does Harrison Ford follow? Daniel Day-Lewis is Harrison Mozart Ford is movie star. and Daniel Lewis <laughs> movie star, is Mozart. Harrison Ford and Brad Pitt are Salieri, okay? They have to grow into that fame. I'm sorry. Not everyone can be fucking Daniel Day-Lewis. They can't just be born into that. Meryl Streep can be it. Daniel Day-Lewis with a vagina. Meryl Streep was born as Meryl Streep. She didn't have to grow into it. What I'm saying is sometimes you gotta grow into it. I wasn't born to Scorsese. I wish I did. That fucking director is amazing. Scorsese was born into Scorsese. I have to learn how to get there. It's a different thing. He's more talented than me. That's all no, I'm Scorsese, No, well, yeah, that's true. But Scorsese had to learn. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It just, that's what I'm saying. So the actor that Brad Pitt is now, I admire. I love it. He grew into it. He's a world-class actor for me right now. I'll always watch his shit till the day I die. He's a movie I star. I respect him. He's a world-class actor for me. Movie star for you? Great. World-class actor for me. Guys, but you've been listening I'm to the Movie Crew Podcast. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email at themoviecrew gmail.com that's right that's the movie crew crew spelled c-r-e-w-e at gmail.com you guys can follow us on facebook twitter instagram at movie crew pod and please give us a rating or review on apple podcast stitcher sorry i wanted to fucking say goddamn itunes i always want to say apple itunes (sighs) apple pod google podcast or whatever they're going to turn into uh stitcher overcast or wherever you listen to your podcast and google us Jared, where can they follow you? Oh, me, huh? All right, you can find me on uh, Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, uh, my other fine podcast, Tower Stories, on um, on Apple Podcasts. Um, there's other places. Just keep looking. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. Jared, you too much. Uh, and Wahid, where can they follow you? Uh, actually, Jared, do you say Tara podcast or Torah the Taurus, the Tor- the Tara stories? Tora. You know, if if you if you were living in Boston, that's what you would say. The Tara stories. It's the Torah stories. Spell it for us. T o u t t o u r r o r stories. There you go, man. You got to be Midwestern, man. You got to be like Brad Pitt. Just be in the middle of the country, kind of accent. All right. And Wahid, where can audience follow you? Uh, <laughs> w A Films. Everywhere. Thank the you. The more I drink. The more Boston I get. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> and Mike, where can the audience follow you? I am on Instagram and Twitter at Griggsy Media, G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. Griggsy Media. All right, guys. We are going to be Griggs. playing a little bit of the soundtrack <laughs> tonight. Closing out the show like we do every night. I got to find it. What is it called? We're going to be playing track number one titled Legends of the Fall. Obviously from the Legends of the Fall soundtrack from composer James wonder enjoy <laughs> 